Kim Commando, inviting you to join me every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. for the Kim Commando Show, brought to you by Range on 103.9 FM and 9.30 a.m. KROE. Plug into Jackson Electric and you'll feel the power. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, call Jackson Electric. Commercial, residential, agricultural, it makes no difference. Call Jackson Electric. Jackson Electric does high-efficiency LED lighting and fire alarm systems installation. Wiring a home, wiring a business, new electrical service, or enlarging existing surface. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Mandy Koltiska from Century 21 BHJ Realty brings you this pet of the week from the dog and cat shelter. Four-year-old Jasmine would love a home with a big old backyard for her workouts. This Mastiff Boxer is goofy, optimistic, and ready to be your new friend. Three-year-old Oreo is a handsome boy with the heart of a kitten. If you have a cozy bed to share, this very sweet black and white cookie will keep you feeling warm and safe. From Sheridan Media News, it's time for Open Line Friday. Your chance to join the conversation and talk about what you want to talk about. Call the Jackson Electric Open Line at 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. And now your host for Open Lines, Ron Richter and Aaron Palmer. Good morning on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. I'm Aaron Palmer along with Ron Richter. Good morning, Ron. Good morning. How are you? Wet. Wet. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, an because interesting they, drive over They this keep morning. telling me we need the moisture. Yeah, that's true. But I think we got our share and somebody else's share right along top of it. I don't it, so. ever remember thunderstorms on a September. September morning. Yeah, crazy. But, and they were all night. Did you guys have them up here overnight yep. as well? Yep. Yeah. It started about eight o'clock last night. And didn't uh, didn't quit. Our two dogs, our Shelties, were up all night long, just freaked because, because they don't, of the, they the don't weather. Like them. Yeah. yeah. So we didn't get a whole lot of sleep. There was you know hour hour and a half, and then all of a sudden the thunderclap had happened the dogs would be freaking out so it's yeah it was fun rain, but anyway it is what it is yeah rain's one thing but i don't know i don't remember thunderstorms thunderstorms <clears throat> i wish it would do this during the week i had only oh, i had plans to get stuff done this a week weekend. out from october i gotta get stuff done before the winter the but then again it, it snowed in may too so yeah true all right, I guess we better get after this. The uh, Jackson Electric Open Line Friday and the poll question that we had over the last week plus, I <laughs> yes. guess. Uh, the first Northern Bank uh, poll question, Ron, was what? Do you trust government? And that is local, state, or federal. Okay. And We uh, had a lot of choices there. Yes, and it was overwhelming uh, none. 79, trusted none. Yes, 79% said they trusted absolutely no government at all let me look at this there's probably oh i'm guessing close to well there's over 400 450 close to 500 votes yeah 79 80 percent roughly around yeah 80 percent basically said no don't trust None. any don't trust local state or federal yep. either way and okay nine percent 37 votes said only local okay. and then um seven percent said yes all and 
2% only state and then uh, 2% only federal. I can't believe that there are people that only trust the federal government. Yeah, they're out there. <laughs> I mean, you know, you can kind of see local, I guess, would make sense because you know these people, you yeah. know, pretty much. And and even state to some extent would make sense, but federal, I just, yeah. I, that doesn't make any sense to me I, whatsoever. Yeah, I thought it was odd that uh, there was the same amount of votes for uh, state and federal. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I wholeheartedly agree with you, Aaron. Um, you know, I, I can understand states and local and... I think a lot of the local government is just trying to make the community you live in better. Mm-hmm. Um, True. But, uh-oh, uh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Phone call? No. Oh, I, I thought I saw our illustrious Trevor waiting to chime in. Give us a reason. Oh, there he goes. Give us a reason. What's the reason? No, give us a reason. Yes. That, give, give us a reason because you know what? Both parties, two-party system, have been hijacked. Right. And it is an absolute mess. Yes. You know the thing that is crazy to me is that back in the 60s and 70s, when, when all this started, you have a phone call? Two. Okay. We'll get to that in just a second. I want to make this point real quick. Is that back in the 60s and 70s when all this started, and I've got some information here that's that's interesting that, that actually talks about this. That's when trust in government really <clears throat> started to go downhill was back in the 60s and 70s. But now it's worse. And... It doesn't. It, it doesn't matter. It, to me, it doesn't matter whether you're on the right side or the left side. It's both sides that are responsible for yes. this. But we've got each side pointing at the other and going, "It's their fault. It's their fault. But it's that's, his fault. That's it's a responsibility thing right. that we have no acceptance of anymore as a society." Agreed. Okay. Do we want to go to break or do the calls? Go the calls. Okay. Well, caller, you're on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. Go ahead. Good morning. Good morning. I just, um, when it, both parties are in bed together, and we know that, and it's been very well apparent for a long time, but it's back to who is at fault? We, the people. It's back to, I'm back on the bandwagon, re-elect no one, city, state, federal. Okay. That's I, that might be the way to cure this. Who knows? Absolutely. And I think part of the problem you said that we know that um, both parties are responsible for this. And I think for the most part, the, the the those of us that actually see both sides of this, yes, I agree. But I think the vast majority of people out there are not. I don't think they see it. I really don't. And I think that's where the, the finger pointing, the name calling, and everything else comes from. And it doesn't matter which side you're, you're coming from. Pointing fingers is, it's not the Republicans' fault. It's not the Democrats' fault. It's everyone's fault. And I agree with you that it's our fault because we allow it to happen. Yeah. We continue to elect these bozos. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Okay, we've got the second caller on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. Caller, go ahead. Yes, gentlemen, if I might make a comment, I was thinking about the 60s and 70s, mm-hmm. and of course you had the tremendous backlash to the disaster of the Vietnam War. And it was Eisenhower, a World War II <laughs> uh, uh, commander, who warned us against what he called the industrial 
military complex, meaning the business of war, mm-hmm. the make a buck. But without dragging too much of that in, um, I wanted to make a comment too. It's trusting administrators, trusting bureaucrats, trusting decision makers. Um, we have an awful lot of administrative government. You've seen conversation. Harriet Hagman has brought that up. Um, again, you have unelected people given an authority to make a decision which can affect the lives of thousands of people, whether it's EPA or DEQ or, or whomever. But I did want to ask this question this morning. Mm-hmm. I read the article in the paper last night. The college acknowledgement enrollment is significantly down. Their acknowledgement that they might be heading towards a $200 million fiscal cliff if they can't get it up. Here is my question, gentlemen. In the summer of 2020, when the college apparently did away with athletics, was this a response? This is merely a thought of mine. Was this a response to COVID? Was the desire not to open the campus up by people attending athletic events, in this case in the Golden Dome, and did they take um, a mandate a step too far? And this is just a thought that I have had. Uh, They even talk about perhaps bringing it back. But do you gentlemen know, this is a question for you, during that period of time, Did the University of Wyoming or the other colleges attached to the university suspend, curtail, close their athletic programs? Because that's what will bring... Only the Northern Wyoming Community College District did it. We were the only one that did it? The only one. All the junior colleges have all their athletics still going. Well, then, may I ask one more question? Obviously, this would not have been the decision of one person. So is there a record of, would it be the Board of Trustees? Yep, Mm -hmm. yep, that's who it was. And do you gentlemen have any optics on that particular meeting? Because it seems, you know, it's as extreme as the Biden administration saying now, yep, 2035, there won't be a gas car on the road, you know, or I, I once said it's like walking in the room and turning off the lights. It seems extreme. Do you gentlemen have any optics on the conversation at the time to take such a it wasn't even a slowdown no it was a, it was a done deal and uh, people went to that meeting to express their opinion but uh, it was, was it basically COVID? a done deal was it COVID Didn't I think they can hide under the auspices of that but there was other reasons I'm sure other, okay well thank you gentlemen I don't want to drag you into you know uh, hindsight is 2020 but I wondered if that moment in time if there was some sort of perhaps slightly irrational fear. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you very much. You bet. I personally don't, I didn't hear anything about that. Doesn't necessarily mean that there wasn't that, but according to Trevor, he was there and involved in all of this, you know, from the, from the get go. And I think that the board was just looking at, um, again, I think a fiscal shortfall and athletics was, uh, I don't want to say the easiest, but probably the best way to, uh, no, Go ahead, Trevor. You lose all the students, you lose campus life, and it ain't coming back. Okay. Uh, it, it's 
you just don't restart it. It's not coming back. I mean, if you're looking at fiscal issues with money now, Gillette College split. Okay, they're going to have their own college. Their teams are back. They restarted their athletics. I don't think that's going to happen at, Sher- at the campus here in Sheridan. Really? You don't because expect that, the that, athletics be to the come back? Thing, I think. So At all? I think that's the way it'll go. Wow. That's unfortunate. It's expensive to restart athletic programs well, and sure. things like that. It costs a lot of money. Yeah. You know, it's like I used to... And you don't ask, even think about it. Even at the junior college level, there are, you know, scholarships and whatever else involved the, you as know, well. So. You have to think of travel expenses. Right, and, right. You know, so it's a lot of money to, to start athletic programs. It's not like you just... It's like uh, I know that hopefully in the next, you know, few years, I don't know how long it's going to take, just as an example, Sheridan High School have girls softball in the spring because, you know, that they were able to get that going in several schools... But you still have to have the infrastructure. Infrastructure. You have to have so a place to play. You have to have coaching staffs. You have to have equipment, and you have to make sure you have enough girls to sustain the program because you don't want to have all of a sudden there's a big because right now the you know girls uh, the youth softball is going very good right now. So hopefully we'll see as those girls get older they'll transition in, into high school and keep playing. But you know you just hate to see. It get going and then it falls off and the programs go away. So there's a lot, you know. There's just there's a lot more to just saying. Hey, school board, let's get softball going. Now there's it, there's, there's a lot, a lot more, more. involved. There's more right. involved than just saying, yeah, we're going to do it. And let me ask this because my understanding was at one point there were some issues with the building itself, the Golden Dome. Have those been addressed? I don't know. I don't. You know, I just think that the timing was bad because you had COVID and you know. Remember when it first started. We all we were all going to die, right? You know, when it, that first couple of weeks, it was like, you know, what's going on? And then everything just got shut down, and and uh, you know, it was just a reaction and like that perfect storm, I guess you right. want to call it, right? You know, so wow, that's unfortunate. Well, hopefully, we'll be able to turn uh, that we they will be able to turn yeah. it around. But yeah, it's interesting. Okay, we're okay, going to so go ahead and take. I'll tell a, you what, though. So we got but, a hell of a college out there. Pardon me? we got a hell of a college out there. Sure. You look at the programs. Sure. And, you know, just the, you know, like the new hy- dental hygiene right. uh, area, you know, the, the, the science area. Man, it's going strong in a, in a lot of different ways. Well, and, and I was going to say, even when I went to college back, you know, a million years ago, um, I went to a junior college. And, sure, we had athletics, but that wasn't the reason that I went there. No, it's part of being... I, you know, I remember going to college, going to the, the football games and the basketball games and the volleyball and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was part of being a student. It was fun. Right. It, it was, was fun, of, but it, was it wasn't part. necessary. You were there for an education. You yeah, were but there that's to part of improve you, yourself. You need campus life. Sure. You need social life. I right. mean, I lived on the campus. I went to a small school, and so the campus was a lot. You knew everybody. Right. Because it was a small campus. It wasn't like a big university. Um, and so you needed the social the, the social aspect of those kinds of things, I think, right. made make the college life better. I agree. I, w- the college I went to, I actually lived on campus. And mm-hmm. it was, yeah, it wasn't a huge was, university, but yeah. it was still, you, you got the college experience. Exactly. Right. And I think that's, that's all part of it. I agree. I agree. Okay. We better take a break, Mr. Trevor. Um, we will be back on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday right after this.
Jackson Electric has the knowledge, the experience, and the reputation to meet and exceed any electrical need or requirement. Jackson Electric's expertise even includes phone systems, data systems, LED lighting systems, fire alarm systems, and irrigation systems. Residential, commercial, industrial, agriculture. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, Jackson Electric does it all at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Ride for a great cause. Old Man G, Buddies RC, and Sheridan Media are coming together Saturday, September 30th for the 11th Annual Poker Run that benefit the Christmas Wish Campaign, helping people in need during the holidays. Ride or drive for only $10 a poker hand. Sign up, start at the no-name at 10 a.m., then enjoy the ride, ending back at the no-name for the final draw. Kickstands are up at noon. Ride or drive for a great cause. The Christmas Wish Poker Run, Saturday, September 30th. This is my half-brother, Sam. <laughs> I've been filming him since he was 11. Oh, my God! Oh, Joyce! This is his mom. I felt so special around her. Joyce is here and Sam. She would dance to music with me on her shoulders. When he was 14, she vanished without telling anyone. What do two film-obsessed brothers do to solve this family mystery? At age 17, Sam and his brother take a road trip to find Sam's mom. Using every video format you can imagine, they make a movie as they travel thousands of miles looking for her. So when we set out to find your mom, did you get what you wanted? Sam Now, one of this year's films at the Wild Film Festival, September 28th through October 1st. See the weekend lineup and get your tickets now at yofilmfest.org. Hey Sheridan, it's Laura with your Main Street Project update. Contractors are making great progress on Main Street and are on schedule to complete Phase 1 by the end of October. Pedestrians, as you're navigating the sidewalks through the closure area, watch for temporary water lines crossing the sidewalk, as well as occasional sidewalk detours where we are upgrading them to meet ADA requirements. As always, there's plenty of parking a short, heart-healthy walk from Main Street. The Gould Street parking lot is a great option. Questions, comments, or concerns, give me a call 674-2356. Thanks for your patience and understanding. It's time to celebrate with all the five-year-olds in the community. On behalf of the hospital and our auxiliary, we're inviting all children born in 2018 to our 64th annual five-year-old birthday party. Meet us on the cafeteria patio in the back of the hospital on Saturday, September 23rd from 10 to 11 a.m. From goodie bags for everyone to treats, games, and prizes too, it's the makings for a great five-year-old birthday party with all of you. We look forward to our 64th celebration on September 23rd at Sheridan Memorial Hospital. Jackson Electric Open Line Friday, Aaron Palmer and Ron Richter. And we started talking about the whether or not people are trusting of government. I guess that was the poll question for the week. And we can, we're going to talk about that. But if you have something else that you want to talk about, something that's just pressing or you did a question about, whatever, that's fine. Give us a call. Numbers are 674-4443 or 672 Five seven six three. We'll talk about what you want to talk yep. about as well. Whatever you want to talk about. Okay, let me rephrase that. We will talk about whatever you want to talk about, in addition to what we're talking about here. We have a caller. Okay. Uh, let's go right to the phones. Caller, you're on the air on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. Go ahead. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. I uh, appreciate your show. 
Um, good, 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 good. Uh, um, freedom of speech and sharing voices within our community is is key. Um, dealing with trust, trust. I believe somebody um, brought up last week that uh, trust is earned, and it's easily lost and hard to regain. Uh, I'm going to go on the topic of innocence that have been punished. Uh, locally, uh, I know of incidents where people were given citations for DUI, put in jail, uh, happened to pay to have their car towed, and then after blood tests came back negative, charges were dropped. That's locally. Uh, concern locally is I heard rumor that there's an officer that has a cell in his residence in town. I'm not. Are you guys aware of that? I have not heard anything about that. I no. have not heard that. Please, this is very yeah concerning when I heard this. Uh, I won't get into who's who, but uh, that. Uh, is concerning locally uh dealing with the federal government we've we've went through the twitter files discovered that the government does have a portal into communications and what can and cannot be said online the argument was well it's a private entity well with these files and the FOIA requests it is noted that things were changed at the behest of our government Hmm. Well, Interesting. And it's uh, innocent people's lives that were, you know, their lifestyles were put on on the line. They were trying to get people to lose their medical licenses, dealing with just having a conversation. And even YouTube will remove videos, even if you discuss it, even if the CDC has updated and said, yeah, the, that, uh, you know, the COVID, that, yeah, there was early evidence of it, of it not uh, blocking transmission. It might help you briefly, but it goes away. The breakthrough cases became most evident to everybody now. You can transmit it. You're going to get it unless you keep on boostering up. Some places are hard-headed and still sticking to that. Other things were put into place um, because of that. And they go into emergency acts that were put into place. And this goes back into 9-11 and the emergency act that continues to be signed. But uh, the the... The concern went back, way back into, you know, Project Gladio, dealing with militarization of groups to overthrow other countries. Militarization of Gladio, what? Pardon? The militarization, militarization of what? what I, I was just I of, was asking of, of what you said. Of private sectors, of creating rebel, rebel groups that go in and change policies or just go and, you know, uh, assassinate the leader of a country, much like Libya. 
Libya turned into a vacuum state, failed because of Obama, and there was open slave markets. And now we have Obama and his foundation trying to raise money because of the flooding that's going on in Libya, which is the most ridiculous thing, which goes into the foundation that Oprah is doing over in Hawaii. So it's a, suffice it's a land it to say grab. You're, you, have, you don't have trust in government, period, right? That's what you're saying? Well, as the previous caller said that we're dealing with the weaponization of other corporations coming in the industrial complex. It's like it's a it's a war game. We got to keep raising raising money for the war. Okay. Well, I I, agree. I yeah. That's that has been uh, talked about for decades. I agree. We're gonna have to take a break right there. Thank you, caller, for your information and your opinion. Um, we'll be back on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday right after this. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. Maybe it's as simple as adding an extra outlet. Maybe it's as detailed as wiring an industrial building. Maybe it's high efficiency LED lighting or a fire alarm system or phone system installation and repair. Maybe it's data system wiring, irrigation wiring or electric motor sales and repair. Commercial, residential, industrial, agriculture, above ground, below ground. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Jim Markle Sr. doesn't talk about his time in Vietnam, but he's carried it with him ever since. It wasn't until 1980, five years after the end of the Vietnam War, that the condition post-traumatic stress disorder was even identified. One minute we're in combat, next minute we're back home. It was just too much. The Wild Film Festival presents Return, a story that documents a father-son trip to Vietnam to hopefully gain an understanding of events that ultimately shape their relationship. He brought something back from Vietnam. He's carried it with him for 40 plus years now, and I think he's gonna leave it behind. I hope he can. Return, just one of the films at this year's Y.O. Film Festival, September 28th through October 1st. I also like to see what happened to those units who were left behind. We were supposed to pull a lot of people out of Vietnam, and we just left and abandoned them. See the full lineup and get your tickets at yofilmfest.org. Do you happen to remember last winter? The snow, the ice, getting stuck in the driveway? New tires help. Prepare this winter. Stop in Midas Tire and Auto for a no-cost tire evaluation. Midas will help you find the right tire for the right price. And now, during the fall tire event, save $140 on Michelin tires through September. If you're looking for Hankook or Cooper tires, wait till October. Buy three, get one free. Getting and keeping you safely on the road. Midas Tire and Auto, East Brundage Lane in Sheridan. Hey, it's Desperado Dave with the Sheridan Honda and Power Sports First Northern Bank Pro Football Pick'em. Here's what happened in the KROE studio this week. Speaking of our guy, he's also our guy, Hogan Wilson. They're playing the Raiders. They're one and one. The Rams. They're play, playing the Rams. Oh, they're Rams. playing the Rams? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Playing the Rams. Cincinnati, James. Yeah, I'll go Cincinnati. Uh, I don't know. I'll go Cincinnati, though. Where are you going there, Ice? You know, this is a tough one. Yeah, pick, She's gonna pick the Raiders. Go ahead and pick the Raiders. I mean, Rams, I kind of feel Rams. like I'm going to go. Rams. I mean, it's not a terrible pick. 
It's the Rams. It's the Rams. See, well, now you you <laughs> confuse me, Bob. It's the Rams. Really? They're playing the Rams. They're playing, They're playing the Rams. Okay. Playing the Rams. I might go Rams, actually. Uh, yeah. I thought they were playing the Raiders. I don't know what's going on in here. I'll be honest wow. with you. Wow. <laughs> Two weeks in a row. Yeah, I, now I'm in the promo. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> Dang it. Hey, it's Magic Melanie with First Northern Bank. Play along with us every week for a chance to win a prize. This week, it's $100 in Anheuser-Busch gear from Bighorn Beverage. Just go to the contest page on SheridanMedia.com and click on the Pro Football Pick'em banner. Every three hours in the U.S., a person or vehicle is hit by a train. Every three hours. Making the safe choice is always the right choice, especially around railroad tracks and trains. You can stop track tragedies. Recognize the signs. Make safe choices. Share the message. See tracks. Think train. Visit OLI.org to learn more. Sponsored by the Wyoming Association of Broadcasters, Wyoming Operation Lifesaver, and this station. Jackson Electric Open Line Friday, Aaron Palmer and Ron Richter. We were talking about the poll question, which this last week plus was if there was trust in government. Have you got that pulled up, Ron? Yes, absolutely no trust in government. 79%, 317 of the 400 and some votes said no trust in government. Local, state, or federal. Okay. And then there was uh, um, 9% said only local. And 7% said yes, all, which I was actually... That's surprising yes, to me. That was actually... And then 2% for only state and only federal, which nine votes, nine people only trust the federal government. Isn't that crazy? It's not so, surprising, I don't think. It's, it's you know, to each his own, but it, it, to me, the the government I trust the least is the federal government. I mean, I know everyone locally, and, mm-hmm. I, I, and I, I think for the most part they are trying to do a good job in bettering the community and and, and taking care of day to day business for the city and the county. Yeah. Um, but federally, there's a lot of BS. And there are so many people. There are groups um, in both, well, all over this section of Wyoming that are. You know, the, they're pointing fingers. They're calling people in their yeah. party blaming certain names. They're like Republicans are, you know, hey, you're a rhino. Rhino. Da, 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 da. And, it's, and it's back and forth. And personally, I, I don't see where the political party affiliation comes into this. I don't feel that one is better than the other. I think that they're both, you know, in cahoots with this. And, and, and they don't really seem to care about all of us that are they paying care. taxes, yes, they, do, you know, getting on with our lives. Don't don't buy the BS. They yeah. care about lobbyists and special interest groups. Yeah, that that, that is pockets. who they care about. And, and power. Yeah, love and, power. And yeah. who who donates the most money to their their campaign? Yeah, and it amazes me that that and you see this in in people's tax returns, especially at the federal level that. You know, you have a, a public servant that makes, say, $200,000 a year salary, but they're worth multi-millions of dollars. It's like, how did that happen? Right. And well, you've been buying, nobody's looked into this. You, you've been buying Congress lunch for the past how many years? <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Right. By, by the looks of Congress, they eat well. <sighs> yeah, no kidding. I looked up online uh, this week and had a chance to read some information, and it seems to be it's not just a local thing. This is across the board 
all over the country that the Americans trust in the political system is at an all-time low. Low, yeah. And they've they've studied this. Um, Axios, if you want to go and read this, is where I found this. But the share of Americans who say they have unfavorable views in both the Democratic and Republican parties has just skyrocketed. So even though we have these these fights between Democrat Republican, for the most part, Americans are looking at this going, wait a minute, we're starting to see the you know what's going on here. So they they've reached new lows according to surveys, and there's distrust in the government all the way across. And the survey by the Pew Research Center reflects the growing distaste with the nation's politics as congressional infighting threatens a government shutdown. Yeah, that's coming, isn't that's it? That's coming. And the 2024 presidential race appears to be headed toward a Biden-Trump matchup most Americans don't want. Yeah. And this is all, you know, they're they're asking people's that's, opinions on uh, this. You know, I had said, you know, I, I try not to be too political, but shame on the Republicans and Democrats if that's the best you got. Well, exactly. And, if, and if, we've that, talked if, that, about, if that's what we get to choose from again... We are in trouble. Exactly. I, I 100% agree. And we need to have candidates, and we've talked about this, instead of the lesser of two evils, please present us with two candidates right. that we actually have to investigate to figure yes. out which one's the better one. Vet the candidates right. and say, hey, th- this man or woman is the better candidate. Instead of saying, how bad do I want it to be? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. I you, everything you said about this poll. You know, I mean, you you know, I know polls aren't scientific and right. yada yada yada. But there's some truth. Uh, there's obviously truth there to some extent. I I, I I totally understand the 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 disconnect the American people have with politics right now. And I've talked about this with other people that, and this seems to be. I haven't heard this in a while, but the two party system seems to be. A failure? Yes. And most Americans, and this is backed up by the research that they've done, 68% of Americans overall say they at least somewhat wish there were more parties to choose from. And they're not convinced that having more than two parties would make it easier to solve the nation's problems. But options options would exist. I mean, look at, let's look at England, UK. Okay. They have multiple parties and they all stand for different things. Right. Some of them overlap, actually a lot of them overlap, but they have differences in their philosophies that resonate with certain people. And you have differences in who's brought into their political, you know, organizations and their prime minister, whatever you want to call them, that I don't know. It just seems to me that you've got more options there, and I think you've got better ideas. And having these people, again, I, this goes, and we hear this all the time, term limits. Oh, yeah. You know, my my daughter is funny. She she posted something on there that was like a political thing on, on her f- social media account, and it said, anyone under 80. <laughs> well, it's, I mean. <laughs> and it's the truth. It's the truth. Can we get some? Can we get some fresh blood in there with some, you know, fresh thoughts, please? I mean, I, I don't want to make light 
of a health situation. But Mitch McConnell, come on, man. Yeah. I mean, seriously, come on, man. The guy yeah. literally gets lost standing at a podium speaking and answering questions, and he gets lost. I mean, Our commander-in-chief. I saw a video yes, yesterday I, where he was supposed to turn around. He was at the podium with, I don't, I don't remember exactly who it was, but it was a head of state of, of some country. And he was supposed to finish what he was doing, shake hands with him and another person there, and then and then walk off. And he stood there at the podium and then just turned around and walked he off. Walked off. Just yeah. wandered off. It, it, it's a little disturbing yeah. what's being accepted. And this is the quote-unquote leader of the free world yeah and i'm not i'm not slamming democrats no no i'm just saying in this particular instance i I wasn't slamming republicans when i made the comment about mcconnell right but when the when the man is standing at a podium during a a a news conference media conference whatever you want to call it and he's asked a question by a reporter and he has this look where he's literally lost in space right and has no idea where he's at or what he's even doing and then he's going to go vote Come on, man. Ah, I agree. I, and that's. I think that leads into people just do not trust the situation that we're in. The people that are in our government, you know, we see these things all the time. And some of them, I'm sure, are taken out of context or they're, or they're edited yeah, a certain they're, they're way. Because both, it, right, yes, both parties everything. do that. Yeah. But for the most part, these things are actually happening. And people are seeing this and going, just like you said, come on, man. Yeah. Really? I get it. Okay. Um, more information from this the Pew Research Center. This this is kind of interesting. We'll talk about that. We'll come back. Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. We'll take a break. We'll come back right after this. Plug into Jackson Electric and you'll feel the power. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, call Jackson Electric. Commercial, residential, agricultural, it makes no difference. Call Jackson Electric. Jackson Electric does high-efficiency LED lighting and fire alarm systems installation. Wiring a home, wiring a business, new electrical service, or enlarging existing surface. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Moss Holders wants you to be ready for guests this upcoming holiday season. So right now, all dining room furniture is on sale. Moss Holders has a large in-stock selection of dining sets, but if you can't find the perfect set in our showroom, all orders are on sale too. Even better, almost all orders will arrive in time for Thanksgiving and Christmas, so you can make memories around a new dining set this year. Choose from tables that seat 10 or 12 guests or downsize and find a set perfect for four or two people. That's Moss Holders Dining Room Sale going on now. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. The Total Store remodel is underway at Legacy Diamond and Gems. They are open at a temporary location, 17 East Lauk Street, between P.O. News and the Chocolate Tree. Legacy Diamond and Gems will continue their full-service jewelry and watch repair and personalized custom designs from their two graduate bench jewelers. You can also set up an appointment to view inventory from other departments. Legacy Diamond and Gems will reopen soon. In the meantime, visit online at LegacyDiamondGems.com or stop by 17 East Lauk's in Sheridan. 
Now is the time to get those exterior paint brushes rolling. Hi, Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. Our True Value Paint Department has so much to offer when it comes to exterior painting and staining. Whether you need help with customized color matching or choosing a paint color combination, our True Value Paint Department is here to get you going. We offer a full line of True Value and PPG paints, plus all the accessories you need. Great paint, great store, the Sheridan Commercial Company, and office supply store open seven days a week at 303 Broadway. Ride for a great cause. Old Man G, Buddies RC, and Sheridan Media are coming together Saturday, September 30th for the 11th Annual Poker Run that benefit the Christmas Wish Campaign, helping people in need during the holidays. Ride or drive for only $10 a poker hand. Sign up, start at the no-name at 10 a.m., then enjoy the ride, ending back at the no-name for the final draw. Kickstands are up at noon. Ride or drive for a great cause. The Christmas Wish Poker Run, Saturday, September 30th. Jackson Electric Open Line Friday, Aaron Palmer and Ron Richter. We're talking about people's trust in government, which seems to be a little bit low. Low. Absolutely low. The poll question, Ron, the first Northern Bank of Wyoming poll question, do you trust governments, local, state, or federal? And uh, 79% said none at all. Um, Only local, 9%. Um, yes, all was 7%, and then we had 2% for only state and only federal. Both okay. were 2%. So, And I'm curious, you know, if, if you want to call up and elaborate why, yeah. whatever your vote, well, you don't have to tell us what your vote is, but just if you want to talk about it, numbers are 674-4443 or 672-5763, and we'll talk about that, or if you got something else you want to talk about. We talked about the college earlier and you, athletics. And you know, whatever. I've said it many times, but... I, my my distrust for the uh, federal government is just because of uh, Area 51. Right. And that's all. I mean, I'm not going to go into because I'm not, you know, one of these crazy alien guys. But um, just but the, the fact whole, that they denied it for decades and then all of a sudden came out. So, oh, yeah, by yeah, the way, it does exist. It, it, it was a debacle. Mm-hmm. And it was not handled correctly. And if that could not be handled correctly, what can? Yeah. I Let's mean, talk it, about the infield fly rule. What? Talk about In the baseball fly. Yeah. <laughs> Just to change the subject. Sure. <laughs> so what, what is your take on the infield fly rule? I love it. And you got a call coming in, guys. I hate it. I, I, do, I actually get confused every time they talk about it. <laughs> I do, too. I was actually a coach in Little League for, you know, quite a few years. And I, I have issues <laughs> trying to figure out the infield fly. I don't get it. It's really simple. I'll explain it to you, okay? Okay. Well, they tried to explain it to me back then, and I still It's really didn't an easy it. explanation. Okay, gotcha. All right, caller, we have a caller waiting. You're on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. Go ahead. Another beautiful day in Sheridan County. It is. It is, <laughs> especially if you're wanting moisture because yes. you got plenty of it. Well, it's, it's good for the hay crop. It is. I think a lot of these politicians go in, into this business, if you want to call it that, with certain things in mind and they find out when they get in there that their intention was to drain the swamp and they find out that they're too busy fighting the alligators to to get much accomplished um one of our better politicians was mike enzi who struck a very good balance uh it's very diplomatic in how he handled uh, things and was pretty successful at all the things that he tried to do but he also compromised an awful lot 
with uh, uh, you know people opposing opinions, and uh, looking back at a lot of the different people who enter politics, it finds uh, I find that uh, people with a business background do a lot better um, because they realize that their decisions, when like when they're running their business, their decision. Uh, makes a difference on whether their business is a, a success or not. And the running the government is a big business, you might say. Um, not exactly the same thing as trying to uh, get a profit or anything like that, because with your taxes coming in, that's guaranteed income, whether you actually sold your product or not. So <laughs> there's a, there's a big difference there. But um, it's a shame that we don't have more people like that in government. To um, they all seem to be um, more focused on uh, perhaps an ego has a lot to do with that too. But um, people with business acumen um, seem to be more successful and have a, a better grasp on how things work. Um, you know, the consequences of of your decisions and everything. And you look at the two major contenders, as so it seems, is Donald Trump and, and uh, Joe Biden. Joe Biden never ran a business. Um, his, uh, his income came in from uh, the fact that he was just there and showed up every day, sort of like getting a participation medal. Um, Trump actually ran businesses, understood uh, profit loss and, and consequences of making decisions such as that. And they were is not very diplomatic, I have to say. That would be an understatement in his um, dealings with people. But I can understand that he would has a pretty strong mind and doesn't have a lot of patience to be very diplomatic and and just uh, is not very patient with trying to negotiate anything. He just uh, likes to... I think that's a fair assessment of Trump. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, you know, yeah, I think that's what a lot of people have against him is his, his brashness or his... How do I want to phrase that? Yeah, his ability to irritate people. Because he doesn't, he honestly doesn't care. He's, he's, he's there crass. to get a job done. He's very crass. He's not diplomatic in that, in that aspect. And we've my, seen it. My way or the highway right. mentality. And I think that does come from the business mentality. Yeah. I, I agree. I think so. And I, I have heard yeah. those studies that show that, wow, there's a big one. Holy shnikes. <laughs> I've heard those studies that say that business leaders have made the best presidents, so to you know, for the most part. So, is it true? Well, studies kind of show is. that they lean toward that, right? So, um, I agree. I but so. but then you go, yeah. you know, and Bernie Madoff wasn't a very good businessman, was he? <laughs> he wasn't president. No, he was that not. Was the, he's a criminal. Yes. <laughs> he wasn't so much a businessman. He wasn't so much of a businessman as he was a manipulator. And, and although I hate to admit it, there was a Democrat in there who actually ran a business and was actually a pretty good president. And some people may disagree, but I think Harry Truman did a good job. Um, he had a very pragmatic approach to a lot of things. 
Um, and, of course, everybody in those positions, if you have to uh, owe some allegiance to your party, then there are, are some things that you do that uh, have to concede to that, too. So. Yeah, right. Yep. And I, I think, getting back to that, I think if we had a multi-party system, I think a lot of that would probably go away. I, and I think that's one of the well, things that we Well, look at the mess in Italy. They have, like, 37 political parties. Everybody wants each each uh, representative that, uh, of whatever party has a specific thing in mind, and that's what they win on. And most of them don't have a... Uh, a very large toolbox. They just they just come with a hammer or a saw. They're not interested in building anything. They just want to do this one particular thing. And um, when you focused on that, everything else goes to pot. Well, and maybe that's maybe that's the key. Maybe we just get rid of per- political parties altogether, and we just deal with people on an individual basis, and not worry about political parties. But then, what that. will the special interest groups do, Aaron? <laughs> that's a whole, that's a whole <laughs> separate conversation. But agreed, agreed. Okay, thank you, caller. We're going to move on. Um, the one of the things that I found interesting again, the Pew Research Center, um, public trust in government from 1958, and the caller alluded to this back in the you know mid 50s Truman administration, up through 2023. Um, Public trust in the federal government, which has been low for decades, has returned to near-record lows following a modest uptick in 2020 and 2021. Currently, fewer than 2 in 10, 1 in 5, Americans say they trust government in Washington to do the right thing. And when the national election study began asking about trust in government in 1958 about three-quarters of americans trusted the federal government to the right to do the right thing almost or always or most of the time trust in government began fading during the 1960s we all know why and the escalate with the escalation of the vietnam war and the decline continued in the 70s with Watergate and worsening economic struggles. I think it does get worse with bad economic times as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course it does. Mm. Crazy. So, and that would explain a lot. Right now, we're in a pretty dire economic situation, so that's why. But inflation, man, mm-hmm. I'm telling you. Confidence in government recovered in the mid-'80s and began falling again in the mid-90s, but the economy grew in the late 1990s, and so too did confidence in the government. Public trust reached a three-decade high shortly after 9-11 terrorist attacks and hit declined, but declined quickly after. Sorry, I'm having trouble reading this. My eyes are not working. Since 2007, the the shares saying that they trust in government always or most of the time has not surpassed 30 percent huh so that basically goes right along with our poll numbers yeah you know pretty much it's crazy so there you go we don't apparently trust in government and i guess what do we do that's the real question yeah the trust isn't there so how do we fix it build a new build a new system yeah but that that therein lies oh that's a whole separate yeah, conversation. Yeah, it's a whole different can of enchiladas. <laughs> 
All right, that's the show for today. Thanks for calling in, callers. We will be back next week on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. Thanks, Ron. Arrivederci. Talk to you later. most complex electrical applications. Jackson Electric has the knowledge, the experience, and the reputation to meet and exceed any electrical need or requirement. Jackson Electric's expertise even includes phone systems, data systems, LED lighting systems, fire alarm systems, and irrigation systems. Residential, commercial, industrial, agriculture. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, Jackson Electric does it all at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. At Sunlight Federal Credit Union, we know how important convenience, time, and flexibility are for you. That's why we've joined the Co-op Shared Branching Network, which gives you access to your account at over 5,600 branches across all 50 states. That's just one more way we make Sunlight Federal Credit Union your branch for your funds, no matter what you're doing or where you're at. Join Sunlight Federal Credit Union today and start experiencing the credit union difference. I'm here with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. Tommy, hi. It's September, and you know what that means. Pumpkin spice. Well, no, Tommy, it's hunting season, and that means it's time to get your car side-by-side and ATV serviced. You tune your bow, you need to tune your transportation. The last thing you want to worry about is being stranded on the mountain. Yeah, good thinking. Even if you're not a hunter, now is a great time to get your vehicle serviced before winter hits. Remember, we can service all makes and models for automotive and power sports. Call Sheridan Honda and Power Sports to schedule your service today. Since 1971, Ole's Pizza has been serving the Sheridan area, so it comes with a mix of sadness and anticipation that Ole's is closing permanently on Saturday, September 30th. Please be patient as the staff is very limited and some menu items will be discontinued until the last day of business. Take a trip down memory lane on the Ole's Facebook page and be sure to share your own experiences. The Bennett family appreciates every one of you from the bottom of their hearts and will miss you tremendously. Last day of business is September 30th. Thank you, Sheridan. Are you looking for a realtor to assist you in buying your dream home? Or maybe you are looking for a versatile agent to help you navigate through your listing and selling process. This is Katie Losey and I would love to be that agent for you. I have been part of several real estate transactions ranging from residential home sales, lots and land, as well as listing and selling farm and ranch properties. Please give me a call today at 307-351-3043 so I can assist you in the next chapter of your real estate journey. Buffalo Realty, connecting people with property. I'm Steve Sisson, inviting you to Jackalopes Explore, the new video podcast from Sheridan Media. It's unlike anything else on your feed. Every week, the Jackalopes explore something, and it could be anything. Politics, UFO sightings, social issues, conspiracies, no matter what it is, we'll dig for the truth and explore it with a unique Wyoming perspective through an entertaining, lively conversation. Take a trip down the Jackalope hole with us every week. Jackalopes Explore, new episodes, Wednesdays at SheridanMedia.com. From the Wyoming Corporate Office Studio on 103.9 FM and News Talk 930. K-R-